I just can't figure out if it's because you're advanced or because I'm stunted. You take the red pill. You stay in wonder. I am loving. You do not talk about Fight Club. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Glacé Film Club podcast. Yes, here I am, chatting away, as always, but there's one difference in this episode. It is just me, and as you might have seen in the title, there's a very special reason for it. There is no reviewing going on today. Well, not from me anyway, but this is a special episode about Worcester Film Festival. Yeah, Worcester Film Festival 2022 happened very recently in October. And for you eager-eared listeners from last year would remember me interviewing Hendrik Harms, the organiser of Worcester Film Festival, Worcester Film Festival 2021 that was last year, and was the inaugural Worcester Film Festival. So cast your minds back to last year. The reasoning for that was, if you remember, Glass A Media, our production company, we created, shot, released our own short film called Joel, which was put out there earlier last year and had very excitingly got nominated for an award and was shown at Worcester Film Festival. One of the first film festivals to come back on after film festivals were back out there and happening. They delayed it, they delayed it. They toyed with cancelling it. It was going to go online, but as we were very grateful and excited about they persisted put it on live in Worcester for the first year. It was a physical festival and a great time was had. I spoke to Hendrik before the festival, hadn't met him before, and we had a fantastic conversation, which is on the podcast feed from last year. If you want to check that out, get a feel of the anticipation that we had at the time and get to know Hendrik a bit more. But the attendance of the event turned out to be unbelievable. I was banging on about it to everyone afterwards. We got stuck in three days of it there, met loads of fantastic people, got to meet Hendrik in person, what a lovely chap he is, and the setup that he got going at Worcester was fantastic, and seeing our short film in person was unbelievable. But it was a year later. We didn't have a film in, showing anything to do with it this year, but such a good time was had last year that we had to return. There was no question about it. And it's not just about going and having a good time and meeting good people. It's about being involved in that film community, making sure we've got our fingers on the post. That's what we do at the Glass A Film Club pod- podcast. But me and Matt from Glass A Media wanted to get down there, see the people we saw last year, and to meet some more people, which we did. Got ourselves down for a good time, watch a lot of films, but... You know, I wasn't without the podcast on my mind, so I made sure I had a microphone with me to capture the event so you good listeners knew what went on to share the love of Worcester Film Festival and speak to the other attendees to find out what they had to say about it, see how it developed in a year for its second year and to give a nice little overview of what went on. So that's exactly what today's episode is all about. We had an unbelievable time once again at the Film Festival, the 2022 edition. There was big changes this year. It was longer, five days of it, with more feature films on, more people coming in from over the world. There were some great events. They had a big launch event, and there was, of course, the famous gala nights from last year, which me and Matt got well involved with. We were very excited about, and you'll hear all about that later on in the episode. But while I was there, I spoke to an array of different people, 
shove the microphone in a few people's faces and they're all happy to share their experiences with us. And of course, later on, I spoke to the man himself, Hendrik Harms, once again. But this year was very much like last year, just with more thrown into it. There was a great programme of short films, which we watched loads of. A real vast array, especially within the blocks of shorts. I think there were about 45 minutes each time with three or four films in there with a real variety of what you could watch. We really enjoyed them, so some absolute favourites there. So in this episode, we caught some of the directors, the filmmakers, hear what they had to say. We even spoke to, um, as I said, Henrik himself afterwards, and we got some live reaction with a couple of the winners later on in the episode, which was brilliant, and you'll hear a bit of the excitement from the award ceremony and maybe me after one or two red wines. I hope you're excited to hear all about Worcester Film Festival 2022, because as you can hear, I'm very excited to tell you about it, and those who are in attendance know what a great event it was. So the reason for this episode is... I want to share my excitement and love for Worcester Film Festival. We on the Glacé Film Club podcast want to keep in the loop of film and share with you what's going on in the film industry in the UK and beyond. And there's just a lot of love to share from this. You'll feel the energy from the interviews that we got and the little clips that we got from the awards night, the awards gala. And it's something that we want more people to know about Worcester because we had a great time there and hopefully branching out into more festivals in the future But we are now part of it, Worcester Film Festival, Glace Media, we love you, we're behind you. And this is our tribute to this year's edition of it. So, without further ado, I'm going to open up with two interviews that we caught before the uh, awards gala got on on the Saturday, talking to two filmmakers respectively. Firstly with Tom Reen, who we met last year, great guy. We've actually worked with him since on a, a project and hoping to collaborate more in the future. He's been working on a feature film throughout the last year, which is hopefully coming out early next year. And we will definitely be sharing some updates on that. Hopefully we can get some exclusive content on the podcast because it sounds very exciting what they've been doing. I'm sure he'll be sharing more about that in the coming months and we will be passing that on as well. Maybe even get a cheeky interview with him. But he was telling us what it's been like in the last year since Worcester Film Festival 2021, what they've been up to. The very exciting Made in Worcester programme which is something that was talked about a lot of the festival this year, where there was a lot of time and money pumped into Worcester filmmaking and proved some great results. And there was loads of people involved with that at the festival. And we even spoke to someone else later on in the evening. And also Luke Morgan, who we'll hear from. He is a filmmaker who won Best Director last year. And we got on really well with Luke. He got very involved in the festival, had loads of great insights on film. And his film from last year, The Butterfly Love Song, was one of my favourites. And I only actually realised as I was interviewing about it that that was the film that he directed last year. And I was kind of taken aback once I realised it because (laughs) I genuinely was talking about that a lot last year. So you'll hear from Luke and then you'll hear later on a bit more from the gala. So let's dive into those interviews, hear what Tom and Luke had to say as the film festival was going on. And then we'll dive into a bit more of it. Here we go. Hiya, Tom. We met last year, Worcester Film Festival. We're back for the second year, 2022. What's brought you back and why are you interested in Worcester Film Festival? Well, it's very, very local to me. And um, it's great that there's a festival sort of local to us that we can come and attend and not have to pay for hotels and all that sort of stuff. Uh, But also getting to know all the other local filmmakers in the area is really good. Um, There's been a project called Made in Worcester recently, 
which has been funded by the government and raised partnership and sort of there's been a massive uptick within the last year of the amount of uh, professionals or up and coming filmmakers in the area so it's good that we've got a festival almost that's backing that as well uh, so hopefully next year when you come back uh, there'll be like all these new filmmakers that have all their stuff into the festival which will be quite good absolutely we'll be back don't you worry about that so do you think so obviously young festival second year do you think it's been good for the city and it has contributed to that to bringing people through and actually boosting film in the area oh definitely boosting film in the area yeah um i think numbers will definitely increase as sort of like the recognition that worcester film festival gives to filmmakers gets more widespread i think as films because they've, they've got films coming in globally so I think as they're winning awards globally, like the information will spread that Worcester's here and we're doing this. And then um, that project that I was mentioning before has got interest in like Whitehall's so ministerial interest. So hopefully like Worcester will become much more of a hub for filmmaking in the Midlands and sort of rival Birmingham and maybe like South Wales sort of thing. Sounds exciting. Any backing can get is always good, isn't it? Uh, obviously we met here. You've met other people here, we've met loads of people. Have you seen collaborations come out of this and have you got ideas of collaborations you want to do from people you've met here and ideas you've had? Yeah, definitely. I mean, after meeting you last year, we went and did some work together and um, uh, there was a few people that I met last year that we ended up doing work for and with and um, sort of we upped our game from what we saw. So coming here and seeing what other filmmakers have been doing is like a real kick up the, uh, the old backside to be like oh that's that looks really good and as as could look like that or better sort of thing so hey luke first year at um worcester film festival second year of the festival what brought you over and have you enjoyed your time here so far yeah so last year uh, i won best director at the fellow festival actually and so i thought i might as well make the effort now uh, having been selected again for the second to actually turn up in person so yeah with it being small festival, obviously it's a new festival, second year in, what do you think of the standard of films and the selection that's been on? I know it's such a cliched thing to say that the standard has been so high, but I mean, like, I've just been blown away by each and every programme. Uh, there's such a variety of different tonality and, you know, tonalities, and uh, the standard is just incredible. Like, one minute you're watching a horror film, next minute you're watching a a comedy about eating placentas it's just nuts you don't know what's going to happen next and it's really exciting as an audience member to kind of be sitting there and and to be in that state so brilliant yeah that variety is great has it given you any inspiration in future projects or have you already got something that you're barreling towards at the minute it's great it's it, 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 you know once you're out of the way you know your film is out of the way and you can untense your arse cheeks it's you kind of you can sort of learn from other filmmakers you can learn from what they do well but also what doesn't quite you know you might be looking at a film that's 80 percent brilliant but then something brings down the quality of it and it sort of makes you look at your own work again and think god i must now make sure next time not to make that mistake mm. with makeup or you know with with the edit um it, it really does sort of give you the opportunity to learn from other films there's one thing showing or being at a screening of your film with friends or family and everybody sort of feels obliged to laugh or do the oh but like when you're actually watching it with strangers and they are reacting that way the way that you intended for them obviously it's not so great when you don't want something to be funny and everybody's laughing but like when when you do are trying to have something be a comedy and people who owe you nothing total strangers are laughing that is an incredible feeling and i think that's the real sort of 
um, importance of having events like this, the real magic of having events like this. And so um, that's what I'm hoping for tomorrow is that people will respond uh, to the film audibly because, I mean, that's what sets this sort of thing apart from watching your phone, you know, in your room. There you have it. There were quick interviews I had with Tom Breen and Luke Morgan. I think what you get from those two the friendliness and the community that has been set up at Worcester. I'm going to keep banging on about this, but that's what it was all about. It was bringing people together who had a shared passion for something. And that's the beauty of film festivals. Often can stray into the area of being too corporate and commercial, but the beautiful thing that Worcester's harnessed early on is that community. But the energy amongst everyone, everyone there wanted to chat with each other, wanted to share thoughts, ideas, share their passion, and being immersed in all of that. It was really not just inspiring, but energising. And this is the reason me and Matt are going to keep going back to Worcester, because there's a community that's been built there that will attract more people who have the same energy. And you're just immersed in it, spending a few days just speaking to people who you know are interested in film, but have that passion for creating and a passion for life looking at the world in a similar way and that's why you'll get that through all these interviews not just the way people interact with each other but how they talk about the event their experience and their involvement with it it's just amazing and that was just a little snapshot through Tom and Luke there of exactly what the festival is all about but that was before the party got going on Saturday night. And as great as it was going watching films during the day and chatting to people, everybody was excited about the gala on Saturday. And it absolutely delivered once again this year. Set the scene. The room had been set up beautifully. The tables are out. The catering set up. Everybody's got the smartest clothes on. I broke out my nice waistcoat Matt had his tux on going through the cameras are snapping making everyone feel a million dollars and that's part of the energy and the excitement of it a great opportunity to share a drink share a conversation discuss the films and meet the people who have made them and that's an amazing part of it as well you're speaking to people who produce this magic that you've seen in it adds to that extra awe of when you meet these people because you've seen what they've created and they're in there they're in the room with you making you want to do the same but pick their brains and hear more about it so as the night got on that energy was lifting everyone was getting on mingling chatting to each other and then the hush came as the man himself Hendrik came to announce the awards and of course last year it had been the first year they struggled to get people over it was an event that they'd managed to get on but people were still reluctant to travel but it was fantastic this year to have even more of the filmmakers there and that came through as the awards got announced and the awards were accepted with some nice speeches. I'm not going to take you through every single one of the awards, but I just want to give you a little snapshot and a feel of what that night was all about and the excitement in the room about the the awards being given out. Here was one that got the room on the feet and very excited. It was the award for the best film shot in the Midlands. I would like to give out the award for the best film that was made in the Midlands, and that goes to Wolf. Yeah. Of course, 
Yes, and the winner of that film was Dimpner Jardine, who had been about for all the festival. Everyone had met her and was very excited that she'd got the award because she was a real fan favourite of the festival. And the film was fantastic. We watched that one. We sat in on the Q&A and we were very chuffed, both Matt and myself, that she lifted the award for that. And even better, I managed to catch an interview with her pretty much straight after getting the award. So here's me and Dimpner chatting about Wool and what it meant to her to win the best film shot in the Midlands. So you just won a reward at Worcester Film Festival, best film shot in the Midlands. Firstly, what made you want to submit to this festival and how do you feel after winning that award? Well, it's, it's my hometown, really. My, my adopted hometown. I've been here since um, 1998. And, uh, and when I was making the film, um, there, was, there was a huge pull to make it in London because that's where experts were. I said, no, I want to make it here in the Midlands. And I'm just, oh, I'm so glad I did that. <laughs> it's very exciting. And obviously a lot of people, it's been the talk of the festival, wool. But why did you think wool would work round here rather than wanting to take it elsewhere? Oh, no, no, it's a, it's a film for everywhere. And, and because it's got no dialogue in it, it can go anywhere in the world. And people can get the message um, of, of that kind of uh, oppressive, coercive control relationship. And that people get to see it in, um, in their own mind without having any, any words. And it could, be, it could be set anywhere, really. So obviously we're on the, the festival run now, but going back to when you first came up with the idea and started it, what got you going with this concept and kind of what led you into producing, then directing it and actually getting together the film well, to what it is now? Yeah, well, when I first heard the story, and it was the idea of wool being used as a way of controlling someone, so it was this fluffy ball of yarn, as someone put it, um, being, being um, yeah, w- what makes someone's life hell. Uh, I wanted to create a story of that, and so I wrote it. Um, the story was based as true, but I wanted to open it up um, to relate to a lot of people so the idea because um, a course of control is something that people don't realise they're in because they're being told they're being protected it's all infused, wrapped in cotton wool really is what they're being but not realising that they're being um, robbed of their freedom and I wanted to say, you know, freedom is yours, get out there girl how fantastic was that? That was a really good chat and it was great to hear her energy and excitement about being there, especially win, winning the awards for the best film shot in the Midlands. Being local and lived in the area for a long time, that bit did mean a lot to her. And she was proving, as many people had banged on across the course of the festival, and you hear a bit about this in an interview I've got in a minute, about how people in the area want more from Worcester on the creative side. And in the last year, the film festival has sparked that and the Made in Worcester side of things has given an injection to the creative areas in Worcester and Dimpner was definitely part of that excitement. You could hear her energy through that and I just loved having a chat with her afterwards, hearing what she thought about uh, the night and seeing the big smile on her face that she'd won the award. I do apologise if you might have uh, been able to hear that. I'd had a glass of wine 
or two, but that was part of the evening and hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that didn't ruin what was a great interview. But after that, I did have a bit more of a conversation, as I said, with one of the participants of Made in Worcester. This was Jack Hale, who had been speaking to throughout the night. He'd been involved with the Made in Worcester programme not long after graduating from Worcester University of uh, being on a film course there. And he goes into that in the interview, but saying just how much the investment in Made in Worcester had meant to the area. It boosted and gone hand in hand with the film festival, but it allowed that creative space to develop in Worcester. And a lot of the films and filmmakers that you were seeing there were coming through that program. And there was a real energy in the room thinking that this could lead it on in the future, building not just the film festival, but the pool of talent that's in the area. So here's Jack, and you'll hear what he had to say and why he was very excited to be involved with the program. Well, so far, I'm here as a volunteer. Um, I was lucky enough to know Hendrik through the Made in Worcester program, which I'm a part of. I'll go into that a little bit later. But basically, um, I was able to volunteer on the project, and I've had a chance to come in on a couple of days, see a couple of films, get some tickets, and maybe just you know keep things rolling behind the scenes. And an invite to the gala was one of the things that I got, and I was really, really thrilled to come down because it's a black tie event in Worcester, and that is rare, to say the least, especially... In the past couple of years where not much has happened on the film scene but in the past two years literally film festival is now in its second year this is the first time we've seen anything proper like this where filmmakers are coming from not just up the road they're actually coming near you know, the flights flying in from like ireland and stuff like that to you know see their films on the big screen and get the get the reward and the recognition and the applause for it and it's really cool to see this happening in worcester and my understanding is that it's going to go from strength to strength you know this is the second year and we've already literally we had a sheet of people who we thought were coming to the gala and over the past couple of days, we've been adding to it, scribbling on, scribbling on names that come in last minute, and then we've filled up a page, the back of it, and we've got to like 80 people for this gala. We've had caterings been rammed to the rafters by the looks of it. They've had their work cut out from, and uh, it's just brilliant to see it being such a success. Um, and the Maiden Worcester program that has looked fortunate enough to get me as a part of this, it's basically funded by the council in part as part of the UK Community Renewal Fund in an attempt to give young people in Worcester their first credits, their first roles, a kind of a, a kickstart to their careers in the creative industry. And um, myself was lucky enough to get put on a project formerly called Blackout, now called uh, The Unlock, um, which is basically a feature film featuring uh, the main actor who doesn't know the script. And everything that he does is improvised and everyone else around him is kind of reacting while also trying to stay on script and kind of coax, coax him in the direction of the story's conclusion. And it was a really interesting project to work on, an opportunity that I just wouldn't get outside of this like we've got facilities here such as the hive the shared library between the public and the university we've got all these sports centers and things and parts of the city look so unique and you'll notice if you'd walked around three years ago compared to now how lacking it was of a film presence now you walk around there are posters up on walls of films being done in worcester and it's down to like just stuff you might not notice, like the brochures for the film festival being popped in every coffee shop you can see. You know, someone's done that. Someone's gone around and put the hard yards in, making all the marketing. And it's so great that they want to turn Worcester into, I don't want to say competitor, because that seems unrealistic, a, co a competitor of London and Birmingham. Not necessarily competitor, but they want Worcester to be a place where people will come seeking creative work and not just finding it. They want people to, actors to come to Worcester. They want to work with the university to bring young talent through straight into the industry in Worcester. They want filmmakers local to stay, not go to London, not go to Birmingham. They want people to stay and to bring people in. And I think the longer the film festival runs and the more it builds up, I could genuinely see Worcester being a hub of creative 
endeavours basically because the university itself they're one of the only ones in the UK that offer specified creative courses such as screenwriting that I took every other university I could find bar like one or two had screenwriting as a tack on to film production and that was kind of just the most recognition it got but in Worcester which is the reason I came in the first place it's because it got its own course three year course dedicated to screenwriting itself and it's things like that that I think make the city stand out that was Jack Hale talking about Made in Worcester. You could tell his passion from it there, and I'm sure Made in Worcester will carry on doing great things next year and hopefully see more films that are being produced by the participants in that. Before we wrap up our night at the gala, there was just one little clip I wanted to play for you, and this was the award for Best Director. So just have a listen to this and see if you recognise the name. So up for, for our Best Director is Luke Morgan for Peggy. Yes, of course, that was Luke Morgan winning Best Director for the second year in a row. He's got a 100% record now at Worcester Film Festival. That was for his latest release, Peggy. As I mentioned earlier on, as we interviewed him, I loved the film that was on last year. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to see Peggy, but I will be watching that, of course, as soon as it is released but as you could hear from the response he'd also become a fan favorite at the festival getting to know everyone lively character everyone got on with him you can see how creative he is from his production so far so everybody was on the feet for that huge round of applause lovely speech from luke as well and we were very chuffed that he got that so i'm sure we'll be back next year trying to make it three in a row let's see how far he can go but that was the the gala we had an unbelievable time I had a cracker, as we did last year. We got to know so many people, threw ourselves into it. The um, <laughs> the back and forth and the chit-chat went long into the night as we hit up Worcester. Nobody wanted to stop talking film as we got to know each other and uh, created a great crowd. But, you know, you've got to go to bed eventually. And that we did after a lovely evening of it in our tuxedos, suits, dressed smartly, with a belly full of wine and a heart full of joy but that took us into the final day of the festival it wasn't over there not what was done after the gala the final day was showing the winners we went watched a few films from last year a few films from this year which was fantastic and got the all-important interview with the man himself the founder organizer of the festival hendrik harms picking up from our chat last year i wanted to get the opposite from him when we spoke last year, we spoke before the festival. This time we spoke to him right at the end and I wanted to hear how the festival had grown, how it developed, how he thought it had gone this year and look forward to next year. We're going to go into the third year. As I said, we'll definitely be there, but it's very exciting to see how it's developed. He seems chuffed and, well, I'll let you hear what he had to say for himself. This was my little chat at the end of the festival with organiser Hendrik Harms. Hendrik, here we are, closing out Worcester Film Festival. It's the second year, 2022. Give us a bit of an overview. How has it been for you? It's been absolutely incredible. I can't believe it's been a year since we did this last time. Um, basically, the festival this year has just been amazing. We've seen such a, 
such a high turnout of people wanting to actually support and come along. The screens have always been full, the gala was amazing, and we've just had such a really great quality of films come through. Amazing, yeah, and you've definitely felt the kind of progression and the step from last year. Obviously, we met last year, it was the first year of it, very exciting how it came together. What would you say has gone differently this year, and how has it progressed for you? Well, I think word of mouth has helped. I think after the first year, we've had a lot more like support, especially locally, of people coming along and just checking us out. Um, but it's the fact that we, we went from three days to five days, um, which, you know, for myself... <laughs> I mean, it's great for the festival. For me, I did not anticipate <laughs> quite how long that week was going to be. Um, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But it's been so worth it. Like, we had a launch event this year because one thing we did learn from our first year is the gala was amazing as a way to end it. And we had quite a lot of people come along and uh, it was talked about quite a lot. But then it, it kind of like crashes, doesn't it? Because it's done for a year. So we thought, well, we need something like that to begin it. And we were really lucky because we were approached by... Uh, some filmmakers had just had their North American premiere at TIFF and they wanted to do it at Worcester. And we were very honest. We were like, well, how can, you know, cars on the table. It's only our second year. If you want Raindance for UK premiere, we're not going to be, won't be hurt. But no, they insisted. And so we had a really cool Polish film open our festival. And to close it, we had a German Warner Brothers film submitted to us. So it's just been m massive for us. Yeah, I suppose that's a testament how much attention it's got and how well it went last year for people who do want to come and uh, give bigger films and stuff to it like that. Last year you said you wanted this to be something for Worcester to build up the film community as there wasn't much like this going on. Do you think you've took steps towards that and where do you see it going after year two? Oh, I definitely think so, especially this Made in Worcester project where we are working um, with a lot of young people in the city to actually try and reskill them into the film industry. I think it has um, definitely started to change. I mean, the mayor came this year as well, so I'm hoping that people are starting to realise that there can be a quite a thriving um, hub here in little old Worcester. Um, and, but I suppose, like, as well, we had one of our talks was Murray Gold, the composer of Doctor Who, and It's a Sin. He came and did a talk on his career, so the fact that he gave up his time to come as well, that was huge for us um, because it obviously meant that they, they took our festival and they could see that we had this uh, this great overview and look which I down to our branding like team with we are beard they're the ones that really make it look so premium all the time and obviously they that resonated with them and having a name come obviously helps because that allows us to build and build and build as we go forward and I've got to go for a drink with him and so you know very happy about that yeah as you say as it grows and more people are involved with it that kind of people are attracted like that and it'll just kind of grow exponentially do you have any specific aims of where you want to go i remember when we first spoke you're like okay you want to grow it you want to have more days that you have done and you want to get different films involved you've done that this year are there any specific areas you want to take it next year and on into the future i think we want to go for bafta accreditation so it can be an even bigger festival um, and we can get even bigger projects. I think what we want to start doing, we don't, we don't have a lot of features submitted. I would like to start trying to like move it more to, because I think that shows growth as an international film festival, because that's the shorts program is generally like the secondary thing a lot of the time, isn't it, when it's a big, bigger film festival. So if we can start like growing every year, so we can change that balance. Um, next year, though, we've got all kinds of plans. We want to do some more outdoor screenings. 
um, we'd we really want to do a 48 hour film challenge and uh, maybe like a one shot where you have to do everything in just one shot and um, we're going to do a student takeover get the university involved in the third years for the production course can come on come along and show all of their films my thing but I keep getting told that it's something I don't know some rubbish about health and safety I really want to do um, go in this we have like this giant like swimming pool in in, in Worcester um, it's at the university and I want to show Jaws and have everyone in like little rubber dinghies like little like rings and doing it but apparently I don't know like people could drown what life but you know, I think it'll be a great idea yeah. it'll be a properly immersive experience <laughs> yes especially when somebody <laughs> falls under the water and the Worcester Film Festival completely collapses because I decided to do something so reckless Very actual shark in yeah. there as well <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want. I'm just going to get you to come along and put a fin on your head and just like swim about in between people. <laughs> obviously, we'll be up for that. Do anything for Worcester. Well, thank you very much. We've obviously enjoyed being here. We'll be here again next year, and it's great to see the development from year one to year two. We can't wait to see it grow even further. So, thank you very much, Henrik. What a great guy, Hendrik. Loved chatting with him as always. It was really good to see him again this year. Uh, both me and Matty were very excited to um, embrace him and tell him that we were very keen to be back and uh, get involved once again and he welcomed us back into the Worcester film community with open arms which is fantastic and as I said we will be a staple of that going forward but brilliant to hear his energy and vision I think it absolutely wiped him out the five days this year but it showed just how much he'd put into it and I think what he got out of it as well is building that community bringing more people on board and it just shows the vision that he had before last year it took him a while to get it going but it's absolutely paid off getting people involved but a real reflection on his work and it's been great to hear what he's been doing in his own world of as a director and I'm sure I can say watch this space with Hendrik because he's got a lot of exciting things to come personally but with Worcester Film Festival and next year it's onwards and upwards even more it's grown so much since 2021 what's 2023 got in store I'm sure plenty of great films more people in attendance but a lot of film love joy and community as always is a guarantee but that's that I hope you've enjoyed the overview. For those of you who attended, you'll know exactly what I mean when I've been banging on about the energy that was there and the community that's been built. But for those of you who didn't, I hope you've enjoyed that overview. I can't emphasise enough how great a film festival this is and would encourage anyone who has the opportunity and wants to get involved with a friendly and lively festival next year to get your tickets, get involved. And for all the filmmakers out there, submit your film to it because the standard's high, but you'll be put against and loads of other great filmmakers and you'll get to mingle with those if you attend but thank you every mo- everyone who organised not just Henrik but the team that he has with him everyone we met there we're always welcomed in with open arms and we appreciate that because we love to throw ourselves in but to have such a great group of people who even when we didn't have a film submitted this year were happy to welcome us in chat to us and just passionately discuss film it was amazing just to throw ourselves into film for a few days i got so much from it and as you can hear from how much energy i've put into this podcast and my um, reviews of the reviews you can see that it means a lot to me and we'll definitely be back year on year that was the special edition of the glass a film club podcast we'll be doing more like this i enjoy getting out there meeting new people chatting to them and off the back of it i'm sure we'll be getting some interviews lined up with maybe a few people you heard there or some of the links at worcester film festival but on top of that we also do have a few more interviews and conversations in mind on top of our usual reviews 
let us know what you thought of that if there's anything else you want us to get involved with any other events and of course keep checking out our reviews Callum will be back on next episode if you've missed him don't worry his usual charm and northern tones will be back to dive into some more films new and old but that's been me on the latest episode of the Glass A Film Club podcast until next time keep watching films keep going to events and keep chatting about it with everyone you can rope into the film world until then enjoy yourselves we'll see you later